I'd never thought as a, you know, a 13-year-old that I'd ever see the day that, you know, a size 18 to 20 woman would be a professional model, let alone it being myself. So the modeling industry has come leaps and bounds as to where it was even five years ago, but there's still a long way to go. My name is Demi Lynch and I am fat, curvy, thick, plus size, whatever you like to call it. And ever since my age hit the double digits, I have struggled with loving my body. I have been told to lose weight and I have been ridiculed when apparently I wasn't exercising enough or starving myself enough. So that is why it meant everything to me to interview body positive warrior and model Lisey Munster. In fact, she created the Body Positive Warriors Facebook group to help others not just accept their bodies, but love them. I spoke with this badass babe about body diversity in brands, what she really thinks of the term plus-size model, and what is it like having complete strangers comment on your health online as if they're health professionals. This is Lisey Munster. What I wanted to firstly get into was what was your thoughts on modeling and the modeling industry when you were much younger, when you were in your preteens and teenage years? So for me personally, um, when I was younger, I didn't find myself, like there was no one that represented me. Um, being quite tall and being plus size as a young person, yeah, the modelling industry and me didn't have a great relationship growing up. Um, but obviously that's changed a lot now as mm. I've gotten older. And what was your relationship with your body? Because I think probably like 99.9% of teenage girls and preteen girls, they have such a confusing relationship with your body, but now you're all about positivity now. What was it like in the early days? As I mentioned before, being, um, so I'm actually six foot, so I am quite tall. So growing up, I was uh, bullied a lot for being quite masculine. Again, having no one to represent me and who I am really affected me in terms of I was quite depressed as a teenager. I was severely withdrawn. I mentioned on my Instagram the other day, I actually didn't start wearing skirts and dresses until I was in my mid-20s as a result of you know growing up and, and feeling so horrible about my body I didn't like being tall I didn't like being plus size I didn't like having big boobs there was no healthy relationship with my body whatsoever and so how I used to feel about my body is actually how a lot of women still feel now so that's why I think it's so important to try and help these women break out of that you know, try to help women at least start their journey on it so then is that how then you decided to create the, can I just say, the awesome, awesome Facebook group, Body Positive Warriors? Is that how then you decided to create that group? Well, I decided to create Body Positive Warriors because I'd been so passionate about the body positive community for so long, but I felt like I didn't have a place to talk about it other than Instagram, for which the most part isn't a very personal platform. As much as people think they're in your personal life, you can't really talk politics and that type of stuff. Um, on Instagram. So while I felt like I was part of the community, being the body positive community, I didn't feel like I had a sense of community myself, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. So I really wanted somewhere that women, transgender people and those who are non-binary were able to come together, cheer each other on, share our fears, our fails and our wins um, and learn from each other. So to be able to share knowledge tears and to have a space, safe space online I think was really important. Up until I made my group, I'd never had come across a body, body positivity group that had actually practiced what it preached. Um, I'd been in a few others before that had 
lots of bullying, um, there was cliques and bitchiness, and all they were more based around brands and products. Um, so I took it upon myself to create the change that I felt the community needed, and Body Positive Warriors now has almost 2,000 members from around the world. So it's coming together, and a lot of people seem to really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. I've only been in the group for probably just over a week now, and I mm. love it. It's just so nice. What is a big struggle? You would understand this, but yeah, as a curvy girl myself, biggest struggles is trying to find clothes that goddamn fit you, and obviously everyone shops a lot online now, and something says it's an extra large, but really it's a size small, and what's great is in the group, mm. girls say, oh yeah, I got this from this place, and this is a good one, this is a bad one, don't get this one, it's not the right size, because that's such a big struggle for curvy girls. Yeah. And Absolutely. I really do love that. Yeah, exactly right. And I think also it's great <clears throat> to have such a diverse group of people together as well. So it's not just a plus size group, which that is another thing that I came across a lot. There was lots of groups for plus size women, but there wasn't groups for, you know, specifically, you know, people that are recovering from eating disorders or people that have body dysmorphia and things like that. And I feel like my group kind of is a good rounded place for everyone. So even if someone's super petite and can't find clothing, they can put up a post and be like, hey guys, where can I shop? And all the petite girls will jump on. So I think it really benefits everyone rather than just the plus size girls. And so you've recently signed up into Bella Management, which congratulations, by the way. Thank you. So this is, you're in the modelling industry now, and it's dramatically changed over the years, as you said, when you're younger. There just wasn't that much representation of curvy girls. How do you think this has Mm. changed Well, I think the modeling industry, so I've been modeling for about five years now, and I've ranged from a size 14 up to a size 20, which I'm close to at the moment. So my experiences have been pretty varied throughout the years. When I was slimmer, I found that I had a lot of bullying from women mainly, which is quite, you know, that's an issue in itself. (laughs) But as I've become more on the higher end of plus size, I've found that I've gained the respect of women as I think they've kind of seen me as more of a human um, in terms of they've seen me go through. I've been really unwell and, I, you know, I have put on a lot of weight, so I think I've become a little bit more relatable for people. But on the flip side of that is when I was slimmer, I had a lot more interest from brands and stuff like that, whereas as being on the higher end of a plus-size model, brands are a little bit more reluctant to, to book you for jobs, which is something that I found a little bit more surprising. There's lots of brands out there that use curvy models, but they tend to use around the 14 to 16 mark, which I think the average Australian size is a size 16. So it's a little bit harder for me being on the higher end of the scale. But as I said, there's a place for everyone in modelling. And I'm really hoping that me being around and other women being around, you know, the 18 to 20 size, we can kind of push brands to help us like represent people our size because there's a lot of us like we're not a little uh, minority of people so I'm hoping that you know me pushing past the rejection and the nose and that kind of stuff and eventually you know brands will come around um, and yeah start representing a more varied size range in plus sizes mm-hmm. it's definitely been a lot more challenging being larger size but again the fact that I've even been signed as a professional model at a size 18 is just mind-blowing in itself. It is just such a massive accomplishment for not just myself, but all women. Like, I'd never thought as a, you know, a 13-year-old that I'd ever see the day that, you know, a size 18 to 20 woman would be a professional model, let alone it being myself. So, 
the modeling industry has come leaps and bounds as to where it was even five years ago, but there's still a long way to go. And yeah, we all kind of have to put to push together and push brands to, yeah, really be a little bit more diverse than even they are doing now. But what is the reason why they can't have more diversity in their models? Or or the worst case is when they say they're being diverse and they call a size 12 model plus size. Like, what is the reasons that you've heard? Okay, so it doesn't really get talked about too much publicly, purely because I think there's a little bit of... um, People are scared to kind of speak out about it. But I know of a, a few, I won't name them, but major, major plus-size brands that shoot their clothing on women that are a size 12 to 14, which as a plus-size woman is pretty devastating. <laughs> the reason being, as, and it's horrible, but in a brand's eyes, they photograph better. They're smoother, they don't have as many bumps and lumps, and as much as these brands preach inclusivity and stuff, they still have to sell clothes at the end of the day. And that's kind of what it comes down to is that brands just don't want to take that risk, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, it, it is it is discouraging. But, yeah, I'm hoping that in time that will change. And even with tattooed models as well, there's not a lot of brands that use tattooed models when a lot of people have tattoos. So it really just comes down to they're trying to break out of what you know they know but they're still quite reserved because I feel like they don't think it will work but I think if brands really took the leap like Fashion Nova for example they've really taken a leap to use all kinds of models for their advertising and it has paid off for them so I'm really hoping that other brands will eventually follow suit and just take that chance mm-hmm. um, because a genuine try you know having an actual go at representing people people appreciate rather than just jumping on the bandwagon and putting in a size 14 to make people happy sometimes i see that i see some brands and i feel like it sounds bad to say but i feel like they're just doing what's in at the moment which is like being diverse Mm -hmm. so they just put in like the most minimal effort i think i saw victoria's secret do it recently because they got the backlash last year so they decided okay we'll do the minimal effort and put a size 12 model to be more inclusive and that was another thing I never thought about. So you spoke about ta- um, tattoos and you're covered in gorgeous tattoos, by the way. I love them. I <laughs> love the, I love the ones um, underneath your chest, that one, that big yeah. one underneath your chest. I love that one. What have people said in the past? Like, what is the actual struggle or the benefit as well of having tattoos and being a model? Well, for me personally, uh, the main benefit is it makes me memorable. Not that my shiny personality isn't memorable enough, <laughs> but... <laughs> Having something that makes me really stand out has be, has been a benefit to me. So people remember my face. They remember my tattoos. Like you mentioned, you remember my stomach tattoo after only knowing of me for a limited amount of time. It is a downfall for me in other ways that um, brands don't want to, they don't want a tattooed model to represent them. And I'm not really sure why, other than, you know, the old school stigma of tattoos mean you're a bad person. I think we've moved past that for the majority as a society, but brands are still reluctant to to just try it. Um, so I'm hoping that, you know, I'm quite an intelligent, well-spoken person. You know, I had a fantastic career outside of modelling and I really hope that, yeah, people can even use me as an example that tattoos don't make you a, you know, a shitty person. You know, <laughs> like you can be a professional, intelligent person and still be covered in awesome tattoos. Only time will tell with that one, but I'm really hoping that will start to change as our entire generation is quite heavily tattooed. 
yeah, it's a huge thing that's lacking in representation, in my opinion. And like you said, a, a large majority of the population has at least one tattoo. And mm. if they want to be business smart and want to appeal to that population, well, they should, you know, sell their clothing with models that have tattoos that they want to appeal to that market. Absolutely. It falls under the category of just being diverse. It's just another way that, you know, humans are diverse. And I feel like that's an important thing to include into the mix. Yeah. And I really feel like it's being left out a little bit. And you've spoken about uh, several times on your Instagram page about health because you've had an injury and a surgery and that's impacted on your health. I've experienced this. Have you experienced people thinking that they're all of a sudden doctors and that, that your health is open for conversation? Absolutely. Especially my weight. Like yeah. my weight, um, if you you know, been following me on Instagram, I had a back injury in 2016 um, that's actually resulted in, you know, a, a few major operations, a whole bunch of different medications and that type of thing. And, and that's resulted in a quite significant weight gain. And friends, family, strangers, people online do make it their business. Um, and it's not their business. It's no one's business. The only health that should matter to anyone else is my mental health in my opinion, how someone's mental health is. Like, yes, someone may have gained or lost weight, but the question you should be asking is, are you okay? Not, why did you gain weight? Or, you look terrible, you need to work on that. So I've absolutely copped that. Luckily for me, I'm pretty thick-skinned about it, and I do have a plethora of educated responses to give back to these types <laughs> of people, so it shuts them down pretty quickly. But... Oh, God, it's it's not easy, you know, when you're stuck in bed um, and you get a random comment on Instagram, for example, saying that you're fat and disgusting and you should lose weight and you're just lazy when they don't know my health and my history. But I also, on one side, you, you feel like you, sh you should justify yourself and they need to know. And at the same time, why should I have to justify myself? It's none of your business. I really stick to that. Um, I really try not to justify it to them I just say either don't respond block delete or if it's someone that I feel that you know may actually be coming from a you know quote air, uh, caring place um, I'll try <laughs> to educate them as maybe this isn't the right way to ask me how I'm doing you know yeah. I hate that phrase so much I'm just saying this because I care about you mm. it's just very frustrating how society thinks someone that is you know thick or curvy or chubby or fat as like the worst thing in the world if you're that then that means your life is terrible everything's going mm. wrong and and it just seems like people just think of people that are curvy it's a before shot like it's never mm. the end result of like it's going well <laughs> i saw i saw something online and it was i can't remember the artist exactly but it was a beautiful picture of a girl and I was a plus size woman and it said something on the lines of, yeah, as you just said, this is not a before shot. And God, that hits so hard with me mm. because putting on, you know, weight in such a small amount of time, you do feel like most women are probably guilty of regularly taking a before shot, having it stretched away in their phone just in case one day a miracle <laughs> happens and you wake up skinny, yeah. you know? <laughs> it's something that you really just have to kind of push aside and really focus on being, as I said before, mentally healthy. Mm. The flip side of what you were saying as well is that people assume that, you know, being fat or gaining weight is the worst possible thing that can ever happen to a person, is that people assume that weight loss is the best achievement you can possibly have. 
which is just ridiculous. <laughs> so, you know, like I could like doing this podcast and speaking about these things, like this is an amazing thing to be able to have the opportunity to do and have a platform to do that on. But if I lost 15 kilos, people would be clapping from the streets. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas these people are like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Um, so, yeah, I think that there's a just way too much weighted on people's, yeah, their, their literal weight, whether it be weight gain or weight loss. So many achievements in your life are better than losing weight. Losing weight is a wonderful thing if, you know, it's done right and it's done for the right reasons, but it's not the best thing you can ever achieve. There's so many other wonderful things in life that you can put your energy in and focus on and be amazing for other than just losing weight. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for letting me interview you. Oh, no, anytime. I feel honoured that you've asked me to pick my brain. And, yeah, anytime, anytime, please Yay. feel free awesome. to hit me up. I'm always <laughs> up for a chat about what I'm passionate about. As you can see, I can talk for hours. So <laughs> That's all good. Well, as, as you can tell, I'm really, really passionate about just the whole stigma of big girls. Actually, something I forget to ask and I really want to ask. Yeah. What I know I just conclude the interview, but I'm going to add this in there. What is your stance on using the term plus size and curvy? That is what I'm very curious about. Do you like that mm. term? Do you not like that term? Okay, so I know it sparks a lot of conversation within the community. And while I understand it is a problematic term for some people, I personally don't find it to be an issue, right? So I also don't mind being called fat, though, <laughs> if I'm quite <laughs> blunt with you. Because to me, I've taken the emotion out of the word and that's part of my journey I've turned it into it's purely a description word and it doesn't define me as a human being mm -hmm. so I am fat I have fat I am plus size but I'm also a lot more than that um and I think like I really wish that we lived in a world that we didn't need labels and maybe one day that we will but for now, I'll own being plus size and I'll use it to connect with my community and let others come to it. You know what I mean? So as much as it is a label, it is such a broad label that people from all over the globe know to search the hashtag on Instagram and that's how they That's how they connect with the community. So I feel like if, if the word body positivity or curvy model was just to disappear... As much as I said it is problematic and that's, again, a big discussion to have, but I feel like if that was to just disappear, I think a lot of people would be left behind, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Um, understand. I, mm. I think it's a bit of a different way of looking at it because I have spoken to people that really despise being called that or being used, uh, that term being used. Um, but, yeah, for me personally, I don't find it to be an emotive word. I find it it's purely a description um, and as I said, the positive is it helps people connect. So I don't see the problem with it. I'm probably going to get a bit of hate for that, but <laughs> that's just my take on it. Ah, stuff them. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for answering that. I'm, I'm so, so glad I now asked that now. I'm curvy myself and I mm. haven't decided on what I think of the term really yet. But, mm. yeah, it's interesting just to hear other people's opinions on what they think of the term because it is such a blanket term, I feel like. It can just mean anything to anyone kind of thing. There's no, you're this weight or this size, you're plus size and you're strictly underneath that Absolutely. or above that. Yeah, it's very, very yeah, much like that. So I, just, I think we have the power to... 
you know, control how we re uh, react to these types of words. And if you can, like fat, fat is such a trigger word for so many people, but I've chosen to not associate that negatively anymore. So I think that, yeah, if you put the power that you have into yeah, changing the way that you react to these words, you're going to have a lot more success in life than, than just being angry about it. Well, thank you again, lovely, for letting me talk to you. I will probably end up, no like, worries. picking at your brain a while now, probably. Yeah, but absolutely, yes. please, anytime. Yes, thank you so much. And, yes, I love the group. I really, really love the group. That was Lisey Munster. Make sure you check her out on her Instagram page, Lisey Munster, and her Facebook group, Body Positive Warriors. Make sure you also hit subscribe or follow wherever you listen to this podcast. This episode was produced by myself, Demi Lynch. The Nasty Woman Club is a podcast dedicated to inspiring women telling their inspiring stories. So if you know someone that is a badass, nasty woman, make sure you email me at demiklynch.com at gmail.com.